0: Jones. I am an actress and a writer and a novelist, and I'm probably best known for playing Nessa in Gavin and Stacey, who lives down on the island of Bari. The idea for Gavin and Stacey was born, like in 2001, something like that when James Corden and I were working on a show called Fat Friends, which is about a diet club set in Leeds. James had been to a wedding in Barry, and where the bride was Welsh and the groom was English. And he thought it would be a really great sort of setting for a, for a, a comedy drama. So we talked about it, and we talked about the characters that would be there. And because I'm from Porthcawl, and I knew Barry Island, we it was you know we found that we just had loads of ideas for characters. Who would the guests be at this wedding? Anyway, we put together a little treatment and we gave it to Stuart Murphy at BBC Three. He said we don't have any slots for um, a, 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 a just a one-off show. So why don't you show the progression of their relationship and end the series with their wedding, which is what we did. And we found ourselves with this great material between going between the two families so we had Gavin who lived in Essex with his friend and his friend Smithy down the road and then we had Stacy who lived in Barry Island um, with her friend Nessa who lived down the road and that's kind of how it came about and the rest is history really I was brought up in Porthcawl, which is just down the road from here, from Barry, and so I, I lived by the sea, all, you know, all the years I was growing up. Um, and the RNLI was just always a big part of people's lives down there, and and still is. So my family still live in Porthcawl. my mum's there, um, my brothers and my sister. My brother-in-law is a member of the RNLI down there. He's on the crew. And my niece, who's now 18, has just recently joined the RNLI. Um, it's hugely supported by the locals. I think because, you know, it's the sea is there. It's on our doorstep. And so we know the importance of safety. It's a holiday resort. So we get a lot of people coming down um, in, in the summer months and in the winter. And so having that level of protection... Is hugely reassuring to everybody who lives there and and to visitors. Um, but it's more than just, I mean, I say just, it's an incredibly important, vital organization. There's no doubt about that. But it's also um, It also plays a huge part in the community. So there's the RNLI shop in Porthcall. um, And people of all ages, you know, like my mum's friends help out there. And they're in their 80s. Um, When my father died uh, five years ago, because my dad had been a a supporter of the RNLI, they they lowered the flag to half-mast. And they did the same with my my dad's friend when he died and you know it's that sort of thing that i just think shows what a massive part of the community the rnli is to any seaside seaside town i know also the rnli works along the rivers as well but my experience is is from being a a seaside girl (laughs) and it's just an absolutely vital service So, because I've got connections with the RNLI in, in Porthcawl through my family and, and just being a Porthcawl girl, I was asked if I could help out with doing some fundraising. And I am a bit extreme, so it's a, I'm a bit all or nothing. And uh, I thought, let's um, do something really big. And so we put on an event called, um, Nessa and friends pushed the boat out for the RNLI. And I got into character, dressed up as Nessa, put the full works on, the miniskirt, the wig, the tattoo. Um, and we hired the pavilion in Porthcool. Um, we had 200 people, all sort of round tables, black tie event. I hosted it in character. The whole event was kicked off with um, a message from James Corden, who who did this lovely message from his set in LA from his chat show, kind of just introducing me really, and just saying, "Can I just make it clear? She is not my girlfriend. She's not my girlfriend." And um, and then yeah, so I I and then I sang I sang Big Spender as Nessa, but it, I changed the lyrics. Um, So it was a a little bit more, um, the minute you walked in the pub, I could tell you were a man from Barry Island. A real nice looker. Leather jacket, Dr. Martz. I felt myself go funny in my private parts. So that was the kind of, that's what we sort of kicked it off with. And then uh, just had a really good fun night. We had an auction with some brilliant prizes that were given to us by, you know, people are so kind. When when I think, when they know it's... um, I mean, all charities have got their reason for existence and, you know, um, are worth, worthwhile. But I think, you know, the RNLI was, is so important to people uh, locally and across the country. Um, and people just wanted to help. So we got amazing prizes like Cardiff City Football Club gave us tickets and signed photos and things like that. We had some r- brilliant rugby tickets. And uh, just... People are just so generous, you know, when it's uh, a cause like the RNLI, they feel very close to. Um, and we had singers. We had Craig Galavan, who played my son in Stella. Uh, he saw, he's a brilliant singer. He sang a couple of numbers. We had Bonnie Tyler. We had Only Men Allowed. And um, right at the end of the evening. Um, well, I say at the end, we actually had an eighteen-piece big band who came on after the, the sort of my show finished, came on and 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 there was dancing and singing. It was a brilliant night, but right at, at the end of my bit, I um, I I I I did have a number one hit uh, with Islands in the Stream, which I sang with Rob Brydon. Um Well, actually, I say I had a number one. I didn't. Nessa Jenkins had a number one hit with Bryn West. Um, And um, so obviously, you know, Rob wasn't there. So I was looking for a volunteer to come and sing Bryn's part. So in character, I was like, you know, uh, now obviously Bryn's not here tonight. So I need somebody to come and sing his part. And I was saying, you know, looking around people, people were putting their hands up. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I was just about to pick somebody when suddenly, surprise, surprise, surprise. And Rob Bryden came through the, the back of the venue, opened the doors and walked through the crowd. And people were like, what? And he came up and sang Islands in the Stream and, and then went home again. <laughs> and Bonnie Tyler sang Tom Jones's bit. So it was just... Gorgeous. It was a, It was a lovely lovely event and, uh, and it'll probably never happen again. <laughs> I spend a lot of time up in Loch Inver, which is on the northwest coast of Scotland. It's about a two-hour drive north of Inverness. It's really quite far up. I mean it's basically Scandinavia. <laughs> Um, and I've been going there for years and years. It's the most beautiful place in the world. I love it up there. Um, And the RNLI have a station there, and I've been on their lifeboat. I've had a tour. Don't ask me what type it is. It's a big one, and it's got an underneath bit. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, again, that's hugely, hugely well-supported locally. There's always fundraising going on for the RNLI because I think Loch Inver covers an incredible, an incredibly big patch of sea, if that's the right terminology. But it, 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 I think it might go all the way up to Cape Roth. I may be wrong. But, and those seas, my goodness, are treacherous. They really are treacherous. So, um, yeah, RNLI in Lochinver just do an incredible job as, as do all crews. I find now that if I go somewhere like me and my mum often go on a little trip around Wales and she and I both get excited when we see the RNLI station. <laughs> go, oh, there's the RNLI like, it, like it's an old friend. Like, you know, you've got a friend in sort of every port as it were, um, so, yeah, there's something really comforting about, about it, about knowing it's there. One of my favourite programmes is Saving Lives at Sea, and I'm not just saying it because we're talking about the RNLI today. I really do love it. And what I love about it is that it just shows the extent of the work of the RNLI and how it covers all of Britain and Ireland. I mean, it's just incredible but there's a a common denominator I find in all of the crew members that they interview and that common denominator is humility I find that all of the people who put their lives at risk to get on those boats and go out to sea in sometimes absolutely horrendous conditions I mean unbelievable. To do that takes a very special kind of person and I think they're amazing and and yet they're so humble about it and they're so non-judgmental because you know let's be honest you see some of the programs and you just go the people who get saved you go why did you do that? Why did you think that was a good idea? And there's never any judgment from the crew, they just want to get get them back safe on land, warm and dry and safe, and uh, I'm really glad that that programme exists because I think it's really important that people are made aware of these, and they're not getting paid, they're volunteers that put their lives at risk to go out and save people. I just think, I think it's amazing. Hello, this is Tani Gray Thompson. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org/slash 200 Voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Jochen Vaal. 200 Voices is produced for the RNLI by Adventurous Audio Limited.